magic of public speaking takes you to the top, no more dreaming, makes you a world-class speaker, this a complete system, ain't nothing easier, I used to be shy, never had a clue, I didn't know what I could do, a little time, and you will see, get the magic of Welcome everybody to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. And this is another special episode of Off the Cuff because this is an episode of the Communication Lecture Series where I take a communication topic and I lecture over it. Well, today I'm going to talk about how a podcast, a podcast like I'm doing now here on the Communication Lecture Series, how a podcast can benefit your classroom. So if you are a teacher and you are wondering of ways that you can improve your class, a podcast is a way that you can do that. And that's what I want to talk about today. So first off, let's talk about what a podcast is. Well, the exact definition of a podcast is a digital audio file made available on the internet for downloading to a computer or mobile device, typically available as a series of new installments, which can be received by subscribers automatically. Now, that is a mouthful about what a podcast is, so let me just explain in layman terms of what a podcast is. A podcast is like having your own radio show. It's like having your own talk radio show. So you sit down in front of a microphone, you turn it on, and you talk for 15, 20, 25 minutes, however long you want, and when you're done, that is considered an episode. And after you complete one episode, and episode two, episode three, episode four, you eventually create a series of episodes, and you have your own talk radio series. And you can do a podcast over anything you want. And when I decided to do the communication lecture series, which is a podcast where I take a communication topic and I lecture over it, I used it in my classroom as a college instructor because everyone knows that I am a, um, if you don't know, I am a college instructor and I use the communication lecture series as a benefit for my classroom. So if you're wondering or you're on the fence about starting a podcast, let me tell you how popular podcasting is. I'm going to read you some uh, podcast stats. 64% of Americans have heard of podcasts. 44% of Americans have ever listened to a podcast. That's 124 million people. 26% of Americans listens to listens to podcasts monthly. And 26% might not seem like a lot, but that's 73 million people. One-third of Americans ages 25 to 54, and that's an important age group, listen to podcasts monthly. And in 2018, 6 million more Americans listens to podcasts weekly versus 2017. So you can see it is a growing trend. Podcasting has taken the technological world by storm. It has really came in and rivaled terrestrial radio and satellite radio. Sometimes people would rather listen to a podcast than they would the radio because they make it available in people's cars. So everyone knows that I started a podcast. It's called Off the Cuff, and currently to date, Off the Cuff has 222 episodes, and I'm very proud of my show. My show is about current events and pop culture and a little bit of sports and what's going on in the world and what I'm doing you know, personally, I, I talk about stuff like that all the time on my show, and I've got to bring on special guests that I've interviewed. It's been a lot of fun, and it's something that I really enjoy doing, and it became a hobby of mine. 
So as my primary job as a college professor, I started thinking about ways that I could improve my classroom. And it just dawned on me one day that I can use something that I love, my hobby, my love of podcasting, and intertwine that with my primary day job, which is teaching. And so I essentially created another podcast, and it's called the Communication Lecture Series, which is an episode of what I'm doing right now. But you can find it under the -the off-the-cuff feed. Uh, The Communication Lecture Series does not have its own feed on iTunes. I would love to eventually get that. I'd like to eventually branch this off as a as its own podcast, a separate entity of Off the Cuff. But you're always going to find the Communication Lecture Series episodes on Off the Cuff because that's the only place that I have a thread for it. But I essentially created another podcast and called it the Communication Lecture Series. And that's where I take a communication topic and lecture on it. And I've got to use it for my classroom. And I'm going to tell you how it benefits your classroom. One thing it gives you is audio lectures, and audio lectures uh, is just a recorded version, a, a digital file of your lecture, and you can use those audio lectures for your online or hybrid classes if you teach online, and we all know how the internet is, technology, it goes down sometimes, and people can't log on to hear you lecture live if you go live on the internet. But a way that you can just have a permanent record of your lecture online is to post the audio lecture digital file that you have. You can let students have the link to your podcast and tell them what episode of your podcast to listen to, and that will be this week's lecture. So it will always give the students a digital file of that lecture. You don't even have to teach online classes to use it. If We all have students that miss class. If one of your students misses your class and they come in and they say, what did we do today? What did we talk about? You can say, well, we talked about persuasive speeches. Give them the link or email them the link to your um, podcast and let them listen to the lecture that you gave for class that day. You have a digital copy of that lecture. The audio lectures are also available to the world and it gives yourself and your institution recognition. So your podcast is available to the world the entire world. Think about that. The, the internet has an audience of the entire world. People can listen to your uh, podcast in Bangladesh, Vietnam, Cambodia, uh, Japan, China. They can listen to your podcast anywhere because there is no limitation to how far the internet can reach. Even radio uh, is, is uh, determined by wattage. 100,000 watts will only reach so far, and then there's some radio stations that only reach 50 watts, and then there's some that reach 25, and some that only reach 10. So there's limitations on even how far radios can broadcast, but not with the internet. And if your podcast becomes popular enough, your podcast will give you so much recognition. If someone, like I do a speech podcast in the communication lecture series, it's becoming pretty popular. People are listening to it, and people are like, I need help on giving a speech. What should I do? Well, I have a podcast. I can say, go check out my podcast. Uh, they People say, oh, have you heard Adam Banks' Adam Banks's podcast? He gives a great podcast on uh, speech techniques. Go listen to it. It's a series, and each episode focuses on a speech technique. So 
it could eventually make you quote unquote famous. You just like how people become famous off TED Talks, you could become famous off of an educational podcast. Your speech techniques, your lectures over your speeches could reach the entire world. It could reach the entire country. So uh, it's just all about how you promote it. I want to talk about how to promote it here in just a second. But it gives yourself recognition. And it also gives your institution recognition. If you mention that you are a professor at a certain institution, hey, that does nothing but put your institution out there and gives it publicity. There's going to be people listening to it. And it's going to be reaching uh, a very targeted audience. Because who are people that's wanting to learn how to give a speech? Probably students. And it's probably people who are young and maybe even high school students that haven't even chosen college yet. So it could give your institution recognitions. That's good. That's good recruiting for your institution. Okay, we're also looking for ways to always get published as instructors. And this is another way that a podcast will benefit your uh, classroom. Uh, it could get you published, which in return only helps you as an instructor. We always think that uh, you know we can only get published through writing. No, you can get published through other things. You can get digital audio files published. You can get videos published. There's other ways to get published. So it's a it's a way to get published. You could your podcast could get published in a uh, national journal. So it is just another unique way that you could get published. Another way that a podcast can benefit your classroom is that it showcases student success. I had a student named Fidelis, and he went to Skills USA. I did an episode on Off the Cuff with Fidelis. It's called Skills USA. You should check it out. And I um, went to Skills USA with him. We, he wasn't my student, but he was a student that I had the opportunity to go to Skills USA with in Louisville, Kentucky, and be his mentor. And it's a national speech competition. And uh, Skills USA is actually a national competition just for different skills, and one of the categories is speech. And Fidelis was a state champion of West Virginia from Southern West Virginia Community and Technical College. And he was competing at the national level. I was there to be his mentor. And I thought what he was doing was so cool. I thought the Skills USA as a whole was anything like I had expected. It was very, very unique. It was pretty cool. There was people from California, from Arizona, from New York, Maine, Florida, Kentucky, West Virginia, all over the place. And I thought it was really cool. I said, people need to know about this. Our students at our institutions are always doing pretty cool things, but nobody knows about it. So I said a podcast is a great way to showcase this student's success. And it also showcases where the student's coming from, which in return helps your institution. So I decided to interview Fidelis on that episode of, of Skills USA. And I talked to Fidelis. I asked him questions like, Tell me about what you're doing here. Tell me how you got to this point. Tell me a little bit about yourself. And, you know, how, how, are, you, how are you feeling right now before you go in and speak at this competition? Um, are you nervous? Things like that. And it was, it reached a lot of people. That interview was heard by a lot of people. I was very proud of that. And that did nothing but showcase your students' successes. It will also give confidence for the student. Fidelis felt really good being on a podcast. He felt 
good that somebody took the time to care. Somebody took the time to ask him what he was doing. Somebody took the time to be interested in what he was doing. And it gave him confidence. And when you're interviewed, it makes you feel good because you're being interviewed for a reason. Somebody wants to hear what you have to say. You're obviously doing good things if people are hearing you. So that was pretty cool that the interview got a lot of listens and it gave Fidelis a lot of confidence going forward. And it will also motivate your students. Your students will get motivated through this. If your podcast is a podcast that gets a lot of listens, students could be inspired by that and they want to get on that podcast. So they're going to want to do something cool to want to come on your podcast because students, you do have students that aren't shy and want to be in the public eye and wants to have recognition. They might not be getting recognition from home, but man, if they could get on a podcast that's heard by 5,000 people a week, that's pretty cool. I want to get on that podcast. So they will do something to get on there. Okay, I'm going to let you listen to some clips of some of my podcast. Um, This is a clip of me doing just a regular episode of the communication lecture series where I take a communication topic and I lecture over it. Take a listen. to the Communication Lecture Series podcast. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. And this podcast is where I take a communication topic and I lecture over it. Today's topic, we are going to be talking about the fear of public speaking. What if I told you that glossophobia was actually one time considered the biggest fear in America? Now, some studies suggest that it still is the biggest fear in America. But what does glossophobia mean? It is the fear of public speaking. And the good news is that public speaking is not a talent. It is a skill. And there is a separation between talent and skill. You just got to know how to separate it. Talent you have naturally. Skill is perfected after hours and hours and hours of working on your craft. And that's what public speaking is. It's a skill that can be perfected. So... You may ask, why are people afraid of public speaking? Well, I'm going to give you eight solid reasons of why people are afraid to public speak. Reason number one, they focus more on the public than they do the speaking. Okay, so that is an example of an episode of the Communication Lecture Series. And here is another example of an episode where I'm interviewing Fidelis, like I was talking about a while ago, where I'm showcasing his talent comes easy in this life. All you gotta do is just keep keep throwing resume out there. If what I'm saying, I see what you're saying because you can't just sit and mm-hmm. wait for it to fall in your lap. No you way. have to put in effort. You have to put in the effort. Yeah. You can't just um, say, "Okay, I'm going to be a millionaire and then go make a sandwich and sit down it's, and watch television it, all day." No, it's not going to happen. I, I don't care how hard work you are. I don't care what you have in your hand. You think you have a degree? You have. I don't care if you do not make an effort it's not going to happen you have to make an effort to be able to get what you want and the effort is you waking up in the morning and having the mindset that I'm going to do this and that should be what your mind or your eyes should be on go and get it and if you didn't get it that doesn't mean tomorrow is a better day if what I'm saying just keep trying and one day it's going to click yeah It's a numbers game. If you apply to 100 different jobs, you're going to have more opportunity than the person who 
apply to 20 jobs. Right. If you apply to 500 jobs, you're going to have more opportunity and it's than the person who only applied to 50 jobs. Right. It's all a numbers game. The more you apply, the better shot. So it's just me and Fidelis conversing, talking about what he's got going on, and it's showcasing his talent. So if you are interested and you are thinking about starting a podcast, your question is probably, how do I start a podcast? Well, it is very simple to start one. You only need three things, a recording device, a computer, and a podcasting hosting site. So you need a recording device. I recommend the iPhone 8. If you have an iPhone, use the voice memo as your microphone. These phones are $1,000 phones. They're not $1,000 just because they're $1,000. It's because they're equipped with very expensive things like microphones and speakers and cameras. Utilize your Apple iPhone. The microphone works great. I've done every episode of Off the Cuff over an iPhone microphone. Every single one. So if you don't have an Apple's an Apple phone for uh, a voice recorder, your phone your phone probably does. Regardless if it's a Samsung, it doesn't matter. It, your phone probably has some type of recording device. You can order a microphone off Amazon for fairly cheap. I've ordered one for twenty five dollars before, but I'm telling you, no microphone, no matter how expensive how expensive I've ever talked into a microphone. And I've talked into into some pretty expensive microphones. An iPhone works just as good. They're very expensive microphones. Apple doesn't make cheap things. You also need a computer. Because there's some things that you can't do on a phone. I know we all like to do things on our phone. We try to do everything on our phone. But you need a computer. And you need your computer because once you record your podcast into your phone, you're going to want to send that file to your email. And you want to check your email through your computer, your desktop computer or your laptop. And then when you check your email, you need to download that file into an MP3. Usually a computer will automatically be set to download a file as an MB, as an MP3. And once it converts to an MP3, you need to find a podcasting hosting site. I use podcastgarden.com. It's about $40 a year. It's not bad. And uh, there's several others. You can use SoundCloud. You can use uh, WordPress, you can use uh, Podcast Bay. There's all kinds of different podcasting hosting sites. Pick one, use one. And the good thing about the podcasting hosting sites is that once you upload your podcast to the podcasting hosting site, most of those podcasting hosting sites will automatically load your podcast to the iTunes library. And that is where people all over the world can just go to the podcast app found on an iPhone and have access to all the podcasts around the world in the iTunes library. Just go to the search bar and type in the podcast and you'll find it. So it's pretty simple. So once you have your podcast created, you need to promote your podcast. What's the point of doing your podcast if people aren't listening? You want people to listen. The best way to promote your podcast is through social media. You need to put it on Facebook. Create your own Facebook page. When I created Off the Cuff, I created my own Facebook page. It's its own little business page. And you can use that page to post your episodes. You can post comments about what's going on with the host of the show or what's going on just within Off the Cuff. People are involved in social media. So keep your account active. Always 
post funny pictures or funny memes or post breaking news. It will get your podcast name in people's social media feed and people will click on it and be like, what is this? And then they could click on your episode and they might fall in love with your podcast and start listening. So use Facebook. YouTube is a great social media forum to use. It's a whole different forum that you can use. It's an, it's another platform. Some people don't have iTunes. Some people only like to get on YouTube and listen to things. You can make your podcast available on YouTube. For Off the Cuff, I created an Off the Cuff channel. And it's easy for people to just go to, to YouTube sometimes and pull up an episode. Sometimes iTunes can go down. It's still in YouTube. I don't see YouTube going away anytime soon. I mean, they could sell out eventually one day, but for right now, and I think for a very long time, what you put on YouTube is going to be safe with YouTube. So it's a completely different platform that you can put your podcast on. You can use Snapchat by just simply going on Snapchat and telling people when you post an episode. Uh, same thing with Instagram. Use it uh, to post you know, memes, pictures, things going on. Anytime you have your name floating around any type of social media feed, it's always good. And you can also advertise your podcast in other ways. You can do it in print. You can do it in, in television. You can have radio ads promoting your podcast. You can just buy advertising to promote your show. So once you start your podcast, uh, how people can listen to your podcast, they can listen to a podcast through a mobile device, like I was saying, through the iTunes uh, app on iPhones, or they can use the mobile device to listen to it uh, by just going to YouTube if you have it on YouTube. They can listen to it through a computer or an iPad and in vehicles. Most new vehicles are now equipped with screens that have different apps on them, and you can go to a podcasting app where you can just type in the search bar the name of a podcast, and your podcast will show up. So people will listen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is about all I have for you today, and I really hope you got something out of this. I really hope that if you're thinking about starting a podcast, you start one. If you're a teacher and you want to use it to benefit your classroom, it really, really can, and I think that is something that you will be glad that you did. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to another episode of the Communication Lecture Series here on Off the Cuff. I hope you got something out of this. Tune in to the next episode. I'm Adam Banks, and I'll see you later.